See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently watch Black Snake Moan on Showtime. If that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. Welcome to See It or Screw It. My name's TJ Davis. He, him pronouns alongside... I'm Emily Schick, and my pronouns are she and her. Yeah, and I'm Dan Murphy. My pronouns are he and him. And on this episode of See It or Screw It, we are doing our first It's Gonna Be May. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, honestly, this is kind of a who the fuck was this made for, but... Oh, I mean, yeah. like, this is absolutely a who the fuck was this made for. But then again, I feel like there are a number of movies that have uh, Justin in it that are like, who the fuck was this made for? Yep. Maybe next year we'll do Southland Tales. Yeah, is that on anything right now? No. <laughs> I want it to never be on anything ever, so we don't have to do it. Yeah. Oh my have god. You, have you no, seen you, it, Emily? you have to see no. it, Emily. Because no. <laughs> it's quite bad. It is. It is quite bad. <laughs> but that's not the movie that we're talking about this time. We're talking about the 2006 uh fucking I should have pulled up the dude's name, Craig Brewer, I think. Yeah, that's right. the uh, writer director of it. The 2006 movie Black Snake Moan, starring uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Christina Ricci, and I guess Justin Timberlake, although uh, S. Apatha Merkerson is, uh, I think, more prominent in this movie than uh, Timberlake. But I don't know. Timberlake is in a lot of this, like, he's pretty significant in at the very least the ending um so yeah Yeah, i mean man there are issues that i have with this movie in the way that it treats certain subject matters oh boy we'll get into that yeah we'll definitely get into that i mean like it's there there's stuff to talk about with this movie yeah no it's, it's not terribly surprising it took him another five years before he got another movie made and that was a footloose reboot so, oh yeah he did do the uh footloose remake huh yeah yeah this, well uh, and this was him coming off of uh hustle and flow yep, into this yep, movie which yep. actually made some money unlike this movie yep yeah well i that's the thing and, and we'll probably talk more about this is, is i just don't know like i understand the decisions they made for marketing this but that it's not an accurate portrayal of the film and ultimately i just i don't know how you market this it's, i it's, i should start like rewatching yeah. trailers you put for it in the trash before. and don't yeah. <laughs> no this is this is a movie that i don't know what you really cut a good trailer to other than like it hey, features sam boys. jackson and features well that's like, what they ended up doing but it's like, yeah, I mean, hey, it features or Sam Jackson and Christina Ricci. It doesn't appeal to their fan bases particularly well, kind of to Sam Jackson's, but definitely not to Christina Ricci's. So yeah. no, like, no. Well, although like, it, you do get boobs, so yeah. But I mean, that's the thing is, it maybe it appeals to the people who had a crush on her. But I feel like you know, and, and I feel like she took this role largely to just kind of break out from the typecasting i'm sure she's in but like this oh they didn't want they didn't want her for this part at all yeah like she really had to sell them hard and they were looking at many other actresses to play this lead and like i think it came down to she was willing to be like naked for a lot of it and a lot of other actresses weren't yeah but like it's also sort of funny because on set instead of like covering up after every take she was just you know i'm gonna well, that's like the thing. if you, you want feel it... awkward around my nudity, then it's going to make me feel awkward in my performance. So I'm trying to like normalize this. I don't know how yeah. well that would fly on sets today, but well, I mean, some of the things I saw with interviews with her about it, it seems like this film desperately needed an intimacy coordinator. Um, so yeah, like um... well, I feel like 2006 was like before that was really even a thing no, or no, like a, a commonly thing considered nope. thing. No, it wasn't. It really wasn't until really just the past like five years that started to be a thing so you know it's so weird pretty recent development and like yeah i feel like this film could have benefited a lot from that but at the same time i think that the way that this is shot is interesting in terms of this could be way more exploitative than it is like it's a lot of of cutaways and she's usually framed in close-up 
from the shoulders up instead of making sure tits are in the shot, which I think is actually a good thing. So oh, I agree. Like I absolutely there, like the way this is shot makes this film less bad than it easily could have been. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I mean, this this movie could have been a lot more exploitation. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. I feel like it was advertised like, as sexploitation meets black exploitation, and it isn't it, either of those. Neither. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially once we like get into like what the movie is actually about and Ray's story, it's yeah. like, man, no, this is not sexploitation. Yeah. But hey, before we get into the movie, let's get into the get movie. The movie. <laughs> Uh, the film centers on two main characters, Lazarus Red, a deeply religious farmer and former blues guitarist, and Ray Duel. Yeah, I think her last Dole. name was mentioned once. I think it yeah. is pronounced Duel, yeah. A young sex addict. Um, Lazarus's wife and his brother were having an affair, which left him bitter and angry. Ray's boyfriend, Reggie Morgan, played by Justin Timberlake, it's gonna be May. Uh, leaves for deployment with the 196th Field Artillery Brigade, Tennessee National Guard, and in his absence, she indulges in bouts of promiscuity and drug use. During one of Ray's, Ray's binges, Ronnie's friend Gil Morton tries to take advantage of her. She laughs at his advances, caring, comparing his penile endowment unfavorably with another man. Uh, I think, like, it, <laughs> I love, I love that sentence. That's it, great. Like, <laughs> I, I think that, like, specifically, you have to mention that it's a black man because, you know, it's definitely racist South. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. interesting that she wears that comparative flag shirt for pretty much the whole entire half, first half of the film. So, but... yeah. Well, um, believing she's dead, Gil dumps Ray and leaves her by the side of the road wearing only a crop top, not a shirt. I mean, still, I guess, technically a shirt, but specifically well, a I mean, crop top. Well, it's a t-shirt that's been cut to ooh, uh, be a crop top, really. So. Yeah. Yeah, i.e. it barely covers her boobs. Yeah. yeah. And underwear, and drives away. Lazarus discovers Ray unconscious next to the road the next morning and brings her home to nurse her back to health. Lazarus goes to see uh, Tyrone, the man who Lazarus thought had beaten her, and learns of her promiscuity. Over the course of several days, Ray, delirious with fever, occasionally wakes up and tries to flee from Lazarus. He chains her to the radiator to keep her from running away. Like, Jesus Christ, this is already a traumatized woman and like chaining her to a radiator, which like it's really strange how it gives her security. We'll get to the end because mm -hmm. I thought that that was an odd symbol to use oh but... there's a lot of there's a lot of things to talk about especially with the ending um but yeah we'll get to all that uh after ray regains her wits lazarus announces that it is his spiritual duty to heal her of her sinful ways and refuses to release her until he does so ray makes several attempts to escape and even briefly has sex with a teenage boy who helps out on Lazarus's farm. The kid does not help out on Lazarus's farm. He's merely a kid from town who well, uh, he was there to sells... he was there to like get stuff from Lazarus. And he is yeah, shown helping out at the Lazarus, on the farm at the end. Lazarus um Oh, okay. I didn't realize he was helping out at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess in like yeah. the yeah, he showed up with like a crop basket or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought because well, Laz told him that, that he was, could get yeah. some butter beans because yeah, that's yeah, what he was going to give wanted. him some butter beans. Yeah, that was what the implication was with why he's there. But I do think it does show him, um, like, he helps prepare dinner. He does some other stuff like around the farm. It's shown in like montages and bullshit. But like, you know, I don't know. Ultimately, it's the character is somewhat underdeveloped. So um, yeah somewhat but but still pops <laughs> up at the end yeah also isn't that the kid from um everybody hates chris uh it looks similar but i don't think so oh uh, maybe i'm wrong mm -hmm. uh she yeah, eventually I have no idea yeah, yeah. <laughs> i never actually watched the show i just remember commercials for it 
Uh, mm-hmm. She eventually comes to tolerate her position. Lazarus buys her a conservative dress to wear, plays the guitar for her, and feeds it's, her home cooked. It's meal. not that conservative. It's not, yeah, it's really not <laughs> yeah. that conservative. I mean, it's it's definitely more conservative than what she was wearing before, but that's like you know not a high bar. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. it was between like next to nothing and a dress. Not that <laughs> yeah. I not that I'm like going to shame somebody for wearing next to nothing, but like. Yeah. I, I, conservative is the wrong way to describe that dress yeah i mean yeah. more conservative than what she was wearing yeah well i, I mean it's, she's actually wearing clothes instead of underwear so yeah. you know that's a thing <laughs> uh, lazarus's pastor and close friend rl visits lazarus at his house and discovers that lazarus man they really say lazarus a lot in this that Lazarus is imprisoning Ray. The pastor tries to reason with Lazarus and the group share her meal. Meanwhile, Ronnie returns to town after being discharged from the National Guard due to his severe anxiety disorder. Uh, I'm really curious where this anxiety disorder came from. Because, like, that is never really explained at all. Yeah. Outside of, like, you weren't like this in high school and now you are. And it's yeah. like his friend Gil trying to essentially blame Ray on yeah, the I mean, I think that there, the there was a disorder. kind of a lost, there was a missed opportunity with making, like, I feel like, like they should have made the character be like, like, I, I, I mean, I guess this came out in 2006, so it's tricky with the, with the timeline, but like, really it makes more sense to, for him to be uh, an Afghani war vet, at um, going on a second tour and probably have pretty extreme PTSD from his first tour. Like that makes more sense, but like that would make more sense. It would make more sense, but like either way, I mean, I would like if you, even if you just like kind of vaguely hinted at him being some kind of trauma survivor, that would have explained it just fine. I mean, and he is a, like, I, I feel like it is hinted that there is some trauma there. They just, it's, they, they it's don't weird that they don't it. they don't go into it at all, which is weird considering that they do go into it with her. So, right. you know, which honestly, uh, it's something that I like that they addressed in this movie. I oh, it's it one of the be- it's one of the strengths of the film. Yeah, is is, is how they a deal with it's just they don't have anywhere to go with her story wise. It's just yeah, like, no. <laughs> so, but right. anyway. While searching for Ray, who has disappeared, he meets Gil, who informs him that Ray cheats on him whenever he is out of town. Ronnie attacks Gil, steals his truck, and continues searching for Ray. In the morning, Lazarus frees Ray, having decided that he has no authority to pass judgment on her. Ray chooses to stay with Lazarus of her own free will. That night during a thunderstorm, at Ray's request, Lazarus sings a song for her, Black Snake Moan by Blind Lemon Jefferson. Hey, it's the title of the song, or title of the movie. <laughs> Just like <laughs> Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Or RoboCop 2, which is actually stated in the film, I believe. I think it is. Like, it's a RoboCop 2. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> later, Ray and Lazarus take a trip into town, where Ray confronts her mother about the sexual abuse she suffered at the hands of her mother's partner. They don't really make it clear that it was partner, not father. They make it pretty clear that it's not father. Like okay. it could be stepfather, but she says partner. She doesn't say like, like so it's implied that the sexual abuse took some time. And it's also implied that like, like Ray has no relationship with her father whatsoever. Um, yeah. Like I, you know, so because uh, it's implied that at her mother got pregnant um, from someone that she did not continue a relationship with and then had had Ray. So um, so like it's very specifically not someone that she's biologically re- related to um, is the implication, but like it's not clear how long Ray's mother was with this partner. Yeah, right. so. but it's also fairly clear that the mother was complicit in the abuse. Yes, yeah. yeah. In yeah. fact, going so far as to blame her daughter for seducing her partner right like oh yeah unfortunately, Which, unfortunately not wildly happens, uncommon well, yeah unfortunately not wildly happens uncommon. Yeah. far too much yeah um meanwhile lazarus has formed a budding romance with a local pharmacist angela he plays a blues concert at a local bar which ray attends ronnie spots ray and follows her to lazarus's house he confronts the pair with a pistol but lazarus talks him down and summons the pastor 
Ronnie and Ray decide they are stronger together than apart and get married. While driving away, Ronnie suffers from a panic attack and Ray begins to have one of her spells. Weird way to put it. And then they pull themselves they pull themselves together and resolve to take care of each other. Then. Yep. That's yeah. the film. That's the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean I'm glad that we I'm glad that I finally watched this movie. I'm not gonna lie. Same thing. I wanted to see it when it was in theaters and just like never got around to it. Yeah, I think I, I was even like boat. working at the movie theater when it came out, and I just never found time to fucking go watch it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was definitely in the same boat. And the thing is, I think that like Samuel Jackson and Christina Ricci give really good performances and they're really good characters. It's just like the film doesn't really know how to tell a story with them. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, I wish I, that I, like these people were more fleshed out or better written because like the parts are really well acted. Yes. And, like, I mean, the yeah. acting saves these pretty bad parts. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. <laughs> um, because I think both both uh, Jackson and Ricci are great. And unfortunately, I think Kim Raver is pretty good as uh, Ricci's mother. But I think Timberlake is horrible. Um, oh, and everyone yeah. else is just there. Uh, so. Timberlake is like actively bad. Yes. <laughs> which Kim which Richard, sort sorry. of sucks. And I'm yeah. guessing that that was probably part of the sell on this movie of like we got justin timberlake <laughs> can he act no, <laughs> no. He can't really i mean it's weird because eventually he, he's not that bad an actor he's just pretty bad at this but you know this is a pretty early film in his acting career and he got better i mean it's really interesting to look at like dwayne johnson's early roles because he's terrible and he's become better but now he's just you know i mean and then you know Oh, he well, becomes, I think that I think that The Rock has like reached his peak, whereas yeah. like Batista is the wrestler turned oh. actor that I, like I really cannot wait to see what else. His yeah, career well, brings. I mean, it's it's about finding challenging roles that really kind of like push you instead of uh... becoming typecasts. And I mean, that's one of the things that I think is most interesting about Samuel L. Jackson in this is like like you know I feel like now especially he just kind of plays a character caricature of himself and this character is much more nuanced and you know more interesting than you know everything that he's been played recently yeah so, but yeah. i mean when you watch like pop star his his cameo in that well featured cameo i guess uh is very much you know timberlake playing a caricature of timberlake yeah well, yeah. I mean, you know, oh, I, I I still really thought that Timberlake in Social Network was great. Um, you know, I think that at, he needed to bring that rock star energy to that character because that character needs to be the cool one. Um, and oh, which is why it like it works so fucking well. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird how much he had to fight for that role because it's just like I think it works. Whereas you know, this feels like like well, if we cast Justin Timberlake, we'll trick the justin timberlake fans into seeing this movie and it's just like no 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 <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> thanks consuelo yeah well i wasn't going there but i guess it came off that way um character that likely needs to be retired <laughs> oh i'm not sure if she has i haven't watched family guy in years yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. same uh, but yeah i mean you know, I, I just think that one of the big things is that, like, this is a definitely an instance of, like, who the fuck was this made for? Because it's just sort of, like, I feel like I, I, I just struggled to find the audience for this. And, like, the best I've come up with is, like, partners of people who have suffered sexual abuse is the best I can come up with. Because I feel like this film's, like almost feels too like triggery for people who have been through that but people who want to like feel good about themselves for being partners with someone like maybe they get something out of this but it just still feels icky so... yeah it still feels icky and like it yeah. also again like makes me question like timberlake seems to be the needy one in this relationship yeah and like she's got a lot of trauma that she is not dealt with or processed in good ways. I mean, right. again, like mm -hmm. instead of sharing a ring for their wedding ceremony, he puts a gold chain around her waist. And yeah, it's no, there, there, there's a whole like, like 
having Opposite. a partner or like the third act has a very like like having a partner makes you okay like messaging to it and it's just like no it should come from yourself like like one of the things that like i like that this movie kind of has like a theme of like healing is possible but at the same time i'm like it shies away from really exploring the depths of that. It's like every time they get to a character who's like problematic, they just kind of like write them out. Like Ray's mother is like completely written out after, or, you know, Lazarus swoops in and pulls her away from him, from her. And then like, you know, the guy who beats her up, up, never see him again like after after Justin Timberlake steals his car or, you know, same thing with like the, you know, the, the other guy that she's hooking up with. It's like after... Sam Jackson talks to him, realizes he's not the one who beat her, never see her, never see him again. You know, it's like, I, I feel like uh, apparently I, there's a reason why we don't get any more scenes with him. And okay. They, it mostly deals with like going back to this is a movie that would have really benefited well from an intimacy coordinator. Yeah. Because he made Christina Ricci feel really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. That sucks yeah yeah but i mean like just generally speaking i just feel like like these are complex issues and there's no real easy answer to them and then you have this ending that tries to slap an easy answer on it of like marrying off characters who you don't really want to get together (laughs) yeah no it's not even that i think that it's a relationship it's not i was gonna say it doesn't seem like okay uh, I will counter that it doesn't seem like it's a terrible relationship. It might like it. It it could actually be uh, I think, beneficial I think that they understand yeah. what each other has been through, like in some way. Like they're both clearly dealing with the uh, yeah the effects of trauma, and like having a support system that uh, understands what you've gone through can be really helpful. But like clearly, uh, like married. Like, like that's that's the yeah. that's the problem I have yeah. with it is like yeah. it's it's not that like all right cool like let's you know we can get past this like you know because we both like dealt with trauma and shit and like yeah you know we can you know work on it together but like that that doesn't mean oh oh boy let's uh let's get married because clearly we're perfect for each other it's like nah man you have like a lot of work and stuff to do on yourselves and with each other to like figure out if that's a good idea or not because yeah uh, also I mean, it like, complicates things like you're I mean, basically they're both basically just beginning their like healing journeys like now is not the time to get married man yeah <laughs> i mean that's what they tell you in aa don't make any big life decisions when you're in recovery yeah <laughs> yeah no i mean and that yeah that's what kind of bothers me about because I, like i agree i think that like they have potential like i i wanted like like just have like a title card of like like three years later or some bullshit like but like like it's really implied that it's just like this happens a couple days later and it's like no like that's really not healthy or good at all no that's Um, like the wrong um, answer yeah i get big graduate vibes from the ending of this just because it's you know two idiots going off and not knowing what the fuck they're actually doing yeah and i mean that's the thing is is i think that we wanted or at least i wanted it a little bit more like i i think that ray's in a better place but i want but it still needed more like realistically their relationship uh has suffered a breach a serious breach of trust and i think that they need to work on repairing that before they (laughs) Mm -hmm. jump into marrying each other straight into marriage yeah honestly i would have rather them stick around and have like more time with like ray and laz as like surrogate father and daughter Yeah, yeah i wanted to see more of that too um, and, and, and get a better sense of that. I mean, I think, and that's the thing is like, I, I also would have liked to see like the Angela character interact with Ray a little bit more. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I would have, like, I, you know, instead of like that one disapproving yeah, look as one he's carrying dispro- her out of yeah. the grocery store. Yeah, I, I think like, it, like because yeah. I think I needed her to interact with more female characters. Like I would have liked to potentially merge the RL and Angela characters in some way. Like maybe that would have worked better because I just feel like RL is just he worked he like I I the character's interesting, but like like I I feel like there needs to be a little bit more 
connection with with ray there i don't know yeah um and then you know uh, uh, speaking of characters that get written out you have of uh lazarus's ex-wife and his brother who each appear for a scene and then are never seen again yeah (laughs) yeah uh it's like it uh, like it very much who the fuck are you vibes um yeah like yeah i I mean there's some a lot of really weird choices in here like another Mm -hmm. one is like again i understand this is the south but like first off you know, once we, you know, they're like, I, I appreciate again that they're trying to like show, you know, attempts at and some positive growth on the part of, you know, the soon to be married couple. But like, first off, uh, you're talking to a reverend. The guy is not a fucking trained therapist. Like he's mm-hmm. here. He seems to be pretty good at it, but like he's yeah. not a professional. Yeah, um, but like in the south, but it is the south. You have it's probably the closest faith, you get. Faith, yeah, no, preacher. I mean, like, yeah, but, no, this has some weird religious vibes to it, which like, a lot of movies have that well, market themselves this way. I'm just like I would thought of like Lars and the Real Girl as having like a similar like. I didn't realize you would put this much religion in this, but like never seen it. I mean, this is, it's the South. So this is like, uh, like, again, that it like in a way that actually tracks, but, 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 you know, he seems like a reasonable guy who kind of knows what he's doing there, which is good. But at the same time, it's like, and then, so you had basically one therapy session with them and you were like, cool, you're good to go to get married. Like, no, if he's, if he is, it makes no sense to me that he would both be halfway decent at the therapy thing which again sounds like he is in the scene mm-hmm. see but then also being like yeah it's a great fucking idea you guys should get married and stuff because uh god wants that or whatever like those two things don't match up like that, that yeah is, that is a weird shift for that character that makes no sense to me like yeah, i really it, feel like the job. end the marriage at the end is just sort of shoehorned in and like again mm-hmm. it's really like you could have had that whole like you know they're driving away together they both have their you know they both kind of have like their for- version of like anxiety come come on and like support each other through it like lose the fucking wedding part and i think that all of yeah. this actually works way better yeah no I, yeah. I i i would lose the wedding part too i mean at the same time like i was pretty happy that um ronnie didn't end up killing lazarus when he's pointing a gun at him because i was like oh this is gonna be the easy boring ending and it's just like thank god they didn't do that but you still, know i, I was the same boat yeah. i would like when i, I saw that i was thing, like yeah. oh man is this really how they're gonna wrap this up yeah and like i, I would have been really let down by that yeah yeah so i was like it just feels didn't. like a shock for shock value yeah yeah, yeah. i, I mean, was i was is... very happy they didn't do that but this... at the same time we could have gotten better than what we got yes this was a better choice than that but like it could have it still could have been improved upon and again i i think that yeah. like more or less it works as long as you remove the wedding part like i mm-hmm. feel like it I feel like in that sense it's sort of like trivializing marriage like yeah it's like oh yeah well you know, we decided that, like, we can get through this, and, like, you know, it's, like, but, like, you just had a major rift in your relationship, and you think it's cool (laughs) to get married two days later? Like, that's a terrible fucking idea. That's actually probably a really bad thing in terms of the health of your relationship, because, like, marriage is is a step that, like, can take you know, mm-hmm. take a serious toll on couples who are like, yeah, actually relatively healthy to begin with. Like, it's just it. It's one of those things that, like, it you know, it can yeah. shift the perspective enough to cause some issues. Like, you have some issues you need to work on. Like already, maybe start there. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know, marriage can fix anything, just like having kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and, and that was that this was is the, the thing. South after all. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's the thing is, I I just wish this movie was more willing to have to be in, like that, like just remove the marriage part and have like the same ending because I think that like I we want I want this to end on a more ambiguous note and the marriage just seems so finite and it's just like mm-hmm. because it's ambiguous just like, like there hopeful, is yeah. they're like ambiguous but hopeful I think is right yeah because I mean like like the fact of the matter is it's just like she has made some progress healing and like healing from trauma like that is and healing from anything really it's is, going to is, is not it's, it's not a straight line either no. so it's yeah. like I just it's the very Jeremy Barry me 
yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the fact that she's on the path is really enough and that's really all we need and this really wants to kind of hammer home that like like you nope, know she's fixed she, she's fixed yeah and it's just like i i don't i don't no. want that as the no because i no, don't feel I don't. like that's that's true it's, it's disingenuous yeah. entirely yeah. like again yeah. as speaking as the person here who has been you know diagnosed with ptsd like yeah like this is I have a lot of problems with this ending, and that's exactly it. Is it's yeah. like nope. it, neat it, like, little box, hands dusted yeah, off, no, neat little yeah. box, all like, set. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, you know, <laughs> she spent like uh like a a week chained up at some dude's house, and like you know now she's mm-hmm. fixed. Like, no, that's not how any of this works. If that worked, I would fucking do that. I'd be like, yo, who wants to come <laughs> chain me up and fix me? <laughs> yeah. Like that would be so yeah. much easier than years of work and therapy. Yeah, yeah, no, like, and I mean, I also feel like this. This also comes off, uh, especially with the ending, comes off a little male saviory of just sort of like, like of just not like, just male saviory, but also if you find religion, then you yeah. will be fixed. But I mean, I just think it's it like you know, like one of, like as much as I think that like like the relationship between um uh, uh Ray and her mother, like I think that that interaction is good. The fact that it ends with it you know Lazarus literally picking her up and carrying her out of the situation to safety is like really kind of a letdown you know it's like she doesn't solve this herself like Lazarus swoops in and like it's too bad um yeah she's she's very damsel in distress at that point and it's like yeah again like that's like even if they had her called by his voice if she stood up and walked herself out, it would have. Yeah, made, if she walks herself so out, it's more. so much better. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. it it like that bit was kind of like, you know, a little insulting. Yeah. Again, as a person who's like sort of been in this place, it's like a lot of this is kind of like, oh god, really? Like I yeah. like it's like this movie. This movie tries, I appreciate that they're trying to address, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, PTSD as a result of, you know, like sexual trauma and stuff like that. But like, because not a lot of movies even are willing to tackle that. Yeah, no, I I think the portrayal of the trauma is good. I just think that they, that the actual like really badly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sort of like, like how you meld this into a story, what the conclusions that they draw or the ways that they try to form a narrative around it get really bad and yeah. quickly i i agree it's like it, it's like there's some parts they handle really well and they some parts they handle really poorly and it's like i'm so torn as to whether like i feel like this is you know raising awareness of mm-hmm. like an issue that is important and i feel like people tend to ignore and like well at least at that point in time definitely ignored way too much yeah. um but like at this you know it like they just it's like they the alternate like i'm i'm also feeling like they just they handle it so poorly i'd almost rather they hadn't tried i and yeah. i understand that argument um because like yeah I, I think a big part of this is it's just like like it's rare that you see films focus on this subject matter and i think that films like that should exist this isn't the worst handling it i've ever that i think that they could do (laughs) but i still think that they could do better you know absolutely like this this isn't sucker punch but (laughs) oh my god that that is a future episode no not (laughs) you you know it will be now dan like who the fuck is made for uh, I mean, you know, that's so that... pretty, but like it's horrible if you think about it at yeah. all. No, I mean, and this is this is very much a who the fuck was this made for? Because I mean, other than kind of padding the the um the reels of the parties involved with this, I just don't see what the audience for this is. Like, I I think it's just like kind of shitty partners of like the a, Oscar committee sexual trauma, but uh, no. It's not. It, it, it's like, like I honestly. It's what an it, idiot like, thinks the Oscar committee wants. Maybe. I wish. I wish this movie went in one of two ways. Uh, I wish that it was either like, give me a lighter story and make it more of a concert film, 
because there's That's an so option. much yeah. music in this movie. Yeah, and, and that, really, like, I really, really focus on the blues, which seems like yeah. a completely disjointed aspect of the film. Like, like it's it cool is. and all that the blues is here and, you know, gives Lazarus a little bit more backstory to him. But ultimately, it's completely unrelated to the plot for the most part. You know. Or cut out all the music and actually give me a better fucking story of what you're trying to say. Yeah. Because, like, I think that you could make this same length movie by cutting the music and putting in more scenes with good dialogue that actually I think you just motivations. And everything. I think you just need to resolve the other characters um, and you need to be willing to be ambiguous in the fact because in real life, you don't get answers. To these situations you don't get closure no. and it yeah. fucking sucks and i and you know oh but like like no matter how much you realistic. crave closure you're never the, going to get yeah. it how you yeah. want it and i would also like i would like to see stuff like even really short simple things like that like ray being like you know what i tried one more time to like confront my mom about the shit that like mm-hmm. happened to me and she bl- brushed me off so i am choosing to go no contact like yeah like i her, wanted that her, scene. her yeah. making that choice would have been much more empowering than just letting it go yeah. right yeah i want i wanted to see i want her to make that choice not to interact with her mother again like yeah the conscious I, I decision to scene. walk away yeah, yes i needed that scene and it's not there i needed yeah. i needed the scene in between i needed some consequences to the to the guy who who beat her up like like the fact that he gets his I, truck stolen and we never see him again furious it's, that yeah. like we did not get anything from that yeah i mean i i like even if it was as simple as like jt kicking his ass and like leaving him like i mean in a he ditch does somewhere. but it's just not no i, I mean it, like leaving, yeah. like leaving him unconscious in a ditch would have right. been much more satisfying with, with, yeah with, with some implication that like i yeah if people don't like, find him he's dead you know like we needed that instead of like like you're gonna steal my truck dude and that's yeah and that's the last week like yeah not that's not enough that's not, like it wasn't like, enough like i know eye for an eye is kind of a bad thing but in this case yeah. i think that i for an eye would have been a much more satisfying way to go and well, I mean, I just think that at, I think he should have gotten maybe a more public beatdown, and people kind of see what he did, and he gets kind of like I and we've left ooh, with like ooh, and now JT other people run, are doing yeah. Or JT, or JT could run him over with a truck. That's a little yeah, run him over with his own truck. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Well, I you know that's that's the other thing is, is but so they do address that time. that's part of the reason why he couldn't stay in the National Guard is because his anxiety like. If I'm shooting at a target, I can hit it in between the numbers, but shooting at a lab target, I can't do. Yeah. Which, like, we need, like, a uh, flashback scene of, like, his fucking father or, you know, paternal figure. Yeah, is, I mean, like, and it's calling weird him, like, a get, piece of shit because he can't hunt. I mean, it's you know, something, something more. It's, it's so weird. Yeah, but, because but I again, really liked how... the way that they portrayed the trauma to Ray of just sort of the flicking the lighter and the guy in, in silhouette that we can't really see him, see his face. Like, I thought that that worked really well, was really subtle. We kind of got what was going on. Yeah. And we get oh, a little like bit the, the more first fleshed time out that I he, saw one of those yeah. scenes. It was like, oh, it's going this direction. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I thought yeah. that really, and then it's weird. And you could we do really the same thing with JT. With Justin, with, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing with JT's character is like, okay, again, like, sure, all of all of the stuff he's saying makes sense. Like, yeah, the military kicked me out, or well, the National Guard kicked me out because you know, uh, severe anxiety, and technically it's panic disorder, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but also, it's like. So it's not like, you know, going to, you know, his like, like fucking like, I guess in theory, he was being called up to active duty. Like uh, if if they whatever fort they brought him to, like they're not going to find out that he can't like shoot a live target in fucking boot camp or whatever (laughs) the fuck he's being taken to. Because yeah. you're not shooting live fucking targets. Like, you're not going hunting. You're not, you yeah. know, they don't have, like, animals that they parade around or anything. And you're certainly not shooting at fucking people. Like, yeah. how the, like... It, no, I mean, like... The logic I, the, isn't like, there. The logic isn't there. I agree. I mean, I think it's... Like and then said, all the more weird more when he's yeah. threatening Sam Jackson with a gun. Yeah. When it's already yeah. been shown, like, 
And then, well, and he doesn't then he, have the guts. Well, he, he does freak out, but he start he doesn't freak out until he starts really thinking about it. Yeah. But like, again, I mean, you're not, he's all the only thing the military would have seen is him shooting at targets. So like, how did it even come up? Yeah, no, I mean, in, I, again, I think it makes more <laughs> sense if he was shipped off somewhere like, you know, Afghanistan and came back. I mean, I also think that if this was going to be like his second tour, his yes, second tour, it would yeah. have worked yeah. as a it better worked, plot point. It works. It works better. And then the other thing is, I think that gives the like, I, I don't like how this film takes place over the course of a week, more yeah. or less. Like, I think that yeah. at, like, I, well, the majority of it really should be the those first few days. But like. Once, once he takes this chain off of Ray, I think that you could just have like, like, like that span of time be months, a couple months, and then Justin Timberlake comes back and like she's doing way better than when yeah, and, and mm-hmm. when he left. Like, I, I think that you know, oh, to just have her develop that relationship instead of like, well, we had a great couple days, now we're best, now you're a father figure. Like, I yeah, have like. Allow us to have a whole slew of time, like yeah, of, of developing none, that relationship. There's the no time, reason why we didn't have to have that. Like, the timelines for all three characters would make a lot more sense if you gave it more time. Yeah, I mean, shit, like her helping out on his farm, I think would have worked yeah. better than having like the kid pop in. Yeah, and then like, have a payoff to her. You know, uh, the roses were destroyed. Like, have some, her react to that. Have someone yeah. react to that. And, and like, she brings them back instead yeah. of just like, oh, cool. They're roses, yeah. roses. Yeah. So he runs them over and then yeah. it's never, never addressed. addressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's, it's a lot of stuff that's like never addressed. And then, you know, I mean, like, I liked, I like kind of the parallel stories of like, like how, oh, um, you know, Ray's mother didn't get an abortion while, uh, while Lazarus's wife did. And there's like, like a parallel there. Uh, but the movie doesn't it's, make. It's yeah. not Lazarus's wife. Oh, wait, yes, is it, it supposed is. to be? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought that is, he no, was Lazarus singing. Well, I thought that no, he was singing Black Snake Moan. Yeah. But no. he tells a story about but how he tells, his ex-wife yes. had uh, Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Then they could have done a better job, in my opinion. I guess I'm like <laughs> one of three <laughs> who says yeah. they could do a better job no they could definitely expressing that it was actually his wife and not just him singing the song yeah well i mean you know that's the thing is is they the way that the way that they folded the music into this is disjointed and unnecessary and i mean like i like the notion of like it's a good way of showing that lazarus is kind of recovering and having and yes. feeling better about himself to perform at the bar but there are other ways of doing that i mean he could have just simply been dancing at the bar or something like that but you know i mean at the same time to just see that bar go from empty to lively i think you know kind of shows his role in the community and things like that and i mean and you know that's the other thing that they could have explored they could have explored kind of the racial connotation to this a little bit more like it's yeah. just kind of like like well Only a little <laughs> yeah it's like well we made him black because that's the reason why he doesn't call the police to begin with um and then we're never going to address it again it's like um okay okay <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> So, well, and yeah. it's why you know RL and the kid don't call the cops either, because right. again, black in in the South. I mean, yeah. I guess it's like I, everything I've read says that this is supposed to be set in ten- in Mississippi, but I think I saw the Tennessee lottery in the background. So, oh, you did like see the just... Tennessee lottery in the background. Yeah, uh, so. they, they uh, were so like it's... driving to different locations and got lost and found themselves in this town. It's like, huh. This is our town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. guessing it's meant to be like a border town. Then I mean, it could easily be yeah. a border town. So but I think I it, mean, it's it's they, like they John Wick, how he keeps like on going Macon. to New Jersey. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like Empire Records, where I guess it's Delaware. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Setting is hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I don't know how much there more there is to say about this. Um, like Neither largely, am I. It just, I largely it just comes down to it's interesting subject matter, not handled as well as it could be with good performances. So yeah, yeah, that's about right. That's a yeah. good way to sum it up. All right. So I guess let's get into verdicts. Yeah. Who wants to start? 
I don't know. I'll go, I'll go first. <laughs> I mean, for me, it still, it still is actually a see it. I mean, as much as I do think this film has significant problems with its story, I think the acting um, covers it well enough. Um, the characters are interesting. They just don't have an interesting story with them. And I think that um, Sam Jackson and Christine bring a lot to this. So, I mean, uh, I, I'd say it's a see it, but that's me. Emily uh yeah well, this is this is going to be a nice flip-flop of things for, yeah for me this is a screw it and i yeah, think it's I got just, that impression it's um it i agree that the performances by christina ricci and sam jackson are actually really good but like that's not enough to save it for me like the i think that i again applaud them for the the like tackling dif- difficult subject matter and yeah. you know handling aspects of it for it okay i guess but like mm-hmm. overall like if you think about like what this would be with different actors like this would be horrifying i oh, mean it, it's handled so poorly that <laughs> the only thing that like can save it is the acting like yep. that's not good enough like this is it's yeah. just like you know and I, you know, I think about people who, you know, might not be as far along in their trauma journey and, you know, might be like horribly triggered by this or and or think of this as like an example that is, you know, like, oh, you know, I should just do this. If I just go get married to some dude, I'll fix my trauma. Like, I don't I just yeah, no, there's just a lot of it's the, uh, the good the good performances are not enough to save it for me. Yeah, no, I, I I don't disagree, and I'm not surprised by that. I just kind of felt like you know when they're when you're just looking at like the characters, it's fine. It's just like every time story comes up, it's like oh god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, TJ, you're the tiebreak, I guess. <laughs> it it's gonna be a weird fucking episode, guys. It, I am a qualified screw it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. again, I'm with you, Dan. I really <laughs> I love the performance from. Christina Ricci and Sam Jackson. I think it's what makes the movie worth watching. But if you're a trauma survivor, I oh, cannot absolutely. recommend this movie mm-hmm. to you at all. Yep. Which is a lot of women. Yep. It's like, yeah. And there are reasons that you could watch it. I mean, I, I don't hate that I watch this movie. I'm actually kind of glad that I finally watched this movie, but its messaging is not good. Yeah, it's not the most responsible. Um, and this movie definitely has should have like a huge trigger warning in front of it. So it yes. really should. <laughs> and, like it would probably benefit from that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. wish that the characters were written a bit better. Again, you get a great performance from Christina Ricci and Sam Jackson but I don't think it's worth watching the movie for. <laughs> I, I can't Fair even enough. recommend something else from the director to watch instead. I haven't seen Footloose. It's going to be a needless remake at some point. No. <laughs> yeah, dear I haven't God seen, fucking I don't no. think I've seen any of his movies. I, I wonder how long it'll, I wonder how long it'll take us to get to another movie where Dan says, see it and the both of us say, screw it. Yeah, oh, it's th- a rare this is situation. like this is uh, you know once in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just as surprised as you guys because I yeah. was leaning more towards see it and just, <laughs> you're like no, I mean I it, 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 yeah no, no, I mean in, they're all valid points of just as like this is a tricky movie to watch. Absolutely, um, and I just like think... shit could have been handled better. Yeah, I think. A lot and better. like if it was, it would probably be more worth watching. Absolutely. But it wasn't. Yeah. I just think that there are interesting characters that unfortunately the film doesn't know what to do with, and when it ultimately decides to do with them, is really disappointing. It's not as bad as it could be because they don't kill Lazarus, but like I it's really disappointing. So mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I'm glad they didn't kill Lazarus. I, I was I'm just yeah. <sighs> I wish yeah. things were handled better in it. Yep. Yes. I get that. Um, but, like, you know, if you're like a Christina Ricci or just want to see her boobs, um, 
yeah, or I mean, you know, Sam that, Jackson, or just want to see his boobs. I don't think we actually have a shirtless Sam Jackson in it, which no, I'm pretty sure we don't. We should have. That yeah. would have been cool. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, basically, it just feels like, yeah, if you're a completionist for any of the actors involved careers, obviously, you seek this out. But like, otherwise, um, yeah, there, there's very little audience for that, which which is one of Nate's things <laughs> yeah. that I, I said about this is who the fuck is this made for? Because I do think a large part of this is for partner for kind of shitty partners of of abuse survivors who want to feel good about themselves because that's yes, kind of the only people that, that the this vibe appeals I get. to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which has me Ugh. curious about the director's past. But um, yeah. but like I, I do think that like you know like I said I think that the the cinematographer does like I does a pretty good job of minimizing how exploited Christina Ricci feels. Yeah. Um, and and like, honestly, too, I think I in general, like the direction is good. Just yeah. the story is bad. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that yeah. they pulled a lot of good performances. Um, but yeah, I just think that this script is needed a lot more work before yes. we got it. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, on that fucking bombshell, Dan was the only one to say, see it on this. It's so fucking weird. I love it. It's so weird. <laughs> All right, uh, Dan, pitch your thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can check out my webcomic uh, with fetus.com. Um, and yeah, hopefully that'll have another update pretty soon. Cool. Emily, pitch our other thing. Uh, TJ and I have another podcast. It is called New England Beer Reviews. It is just the two of us, and we talk about beer. And sometimes we have guests, but it's been a real long fucking time since we've done that. Maybe we should fix that. Yeah, um, we should fix that. Uh, but yeah, we also talk. We talk beer, but also like pop culture. So usually other stuff that you won't hear on here. Uh, so check that the, out because it. Our works. next episode, we'll talk about Evil Dead Rise. Oh hell yeah, we will. <laughs> Which, uh, from the perspective of this podcast, probably came out yesterday. So our yesterday episode, we'll talk about Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> Post shadowing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we've been Cedar Screw um i've been tj davis alongside dan murphy and emily schick you can check us out on facebook and twitter <laughs> uh <laughs> we we don't have a blue check mark because we don't pay for it or have a million followers um yeah. you can give us money at patreon.com backslash s-i-o-s-i -S -S -I, that's the initials of our show uh if you remember the initials of our show you can also check me out on letterbox where i try and like Remember to update at least the movies I watch. I should do sh TV shows too. Okay. But, you know, sure. Um, I watch a lot of stuff. I think they have short films as well. Oh, man. I got to utilize that more. Mm. Uh, I, I've given you guys time to think. Final word It's going to be May. It's yep. going to be May. <laughs> See you in May. Yeah. Yes. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.